Okay, hi babes. Oh my god, I feel like it's been such a long time since I recorded a podcast. Now, this one may be a bit vulnerable for me, um, and I really wanted to create this because, you know, tomorrow night, um, November 7th, I am teaching a free women's empowerment class. I'm going to be teaching these once every month, and they're going to be um, a different uh, energy and subject every single time. So the last free class we did um, cultivating your Ven- channeling your Venus, cultivating your Mars, how to know your Venetian energy, um, to know yourself, and then how to put that beauty and power and wisdom into action through your unique Mars. Um, The class tomorrow night is Mastering Your Relationships with Love, and this is going to be another Venetian-themed class. I'm going to take you guys through understanding your Venus in your chart um, to give you perspective on how to, you know, once again, tap into your Venus energy, tap into your your feminine energy, and utilize that that beauty, that power, that wisdom, and that strength in the realm of relationships. Obviously, relationships are very wonderful, but they're also challenging. And this is something that I definitely will be speaking about more and more in my work. Um, I will be sharing with you guys soon how I healed my... Um, abandonment issues and emotional anxiety with EFT tapping. Um, Because of that emotional anxiety and those abandonment issues, I had a very, very, I mean, dare I say horrible time in relationships for over a decade. And um, I just recently was able to shift that and I'm going to talk more about that. And I'm sure that it will, it will come up in this um, podcast as well, because I'm going to talk to you about my Venus in Pisces and what that has been like for me in relationships and how, especially now being that I'm 31, how I now utilize that wisdom and that sensitive beauty that Venus in Pisces offers me. And I take that into my relationships with men. Um, it's not easy having a Venus in Pisces. Let me just say that. And before, sorry, before I go right into that, definitely, if you babes want to attend the free class tomorrow night, um, I'll have the link in this post and you literally just go and give your email and that's it. Um, and also just a couple exciting other things. I am about to announce a new course for 2019. Um, I'm not going to give it away now, but it's going to be major. And yeah, there's just so many exciting things. As you guys know, I just moved and I just announced on my Instagram stories that I'm ready for a boyfriend. So if you know anybody, (laughs) uh, yeah, and they don't mind being with an extremely sensitive, but also very powerful and intense woman, hashtag yay. Okay. All right, babes. So let's just go right into it. So actually, before we we move in into this Venus and Pisces story, I'm very excited to share this with you in hopes that it reflects back to you some of your energy around relationships and that you'll come to the class tomorrow and learn how to 
understand your unique Venus in your chart and bring that wisdom, as I said, into your relationships. So let's go ahead and just close the eyes for a moment. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes. Let's take a deep, deep breath in all together. My sisters, deep breath in through the nose. Exhale through the mouth very gently. Feel all the breath release. Okay. Hi. All right. So I obviously, I've told you guys this story many times, but if you're new with me, then this is a good one to get into. So, um, I actually had my first natal chart reading when I was about 22 years old and it changed my life. Like it literally set me on the trajectory that I am on. And that's why I teach astrology the way that I do, because it's been so empowering and illuminating for me. And I can only pray that it does the same for all of you beauties and anyone who, you know, resonates with my work. So I had that natal chart reading with an amazing astrologer. His name's Christopher Wateki. And, um, you know, in that session, you know, I probably starting around the age of 17, um, I broke up with my first boyfriend. We had been together for like two years. And, um, in that relationship, I was very empowered and very in my, my power. And I, I just felt good. And then I broke up with him. And then that was basically when like the string of my like toxic relationships began. And, um, you know, 17 now, let's see, I'm 31. So imagine for, let's see, what is that math in my head? You know, about 14 years moving through just really toxic relationships with men, with boys, because I was a girl then and they were boys, um, toxic relationships, um, very imbalanced, um, sexual energy, very imbalanced power dynamics. Um, obviously I didn't know to call all of it that at the time, but yeah, it was basically all of these things and more. So in essence, here is what I discovered. So as I started to move into my twenties and, um, I just started getting like severe waves of abandonment. Like if a guy didn't call me or if we would hang out and nothing would happen, I would, it it was almost extreme. Uh, It was extreme. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm bummed this guy didn't call me. I would have like these emotional, severe reactions and it would weigh on my self-worth and weigh on my heart and weigh on everything in my life. Like it would be hard for me to focus. So what I started doing was something that I later learned is called love anorexia and love anorexia or relationship anorexia. I actually used to be anorexic as well. So there, it all goes hand in hand, but what you learn about from being a love anorexic or a a relationship anorexic, you learn, or you believe that relationships aren't safe and that there's something inherently, um, fucked about them. So you avoid them altogether and you, in essence, starve yourself of love, of connection. And over those years, and by the way, I'll get back to the natal chart, but over those years, that was when my drug addiction um, developed. So in essence, 
I was starving myself of love, cutting myself off from love because I was so afraid of the emotions that I experienced. And I would get so overwhelmed by fear of abandonment and feelings of abandonment and aloneness that I just, I couldn't. And I, and I cut myself off from having intimate relationships with men for a very long time in my early twenties. And what did I replace it with? Well, here's the thing. I always say now from a healthy standpoint, if you want to heal something in your life, what do you do? Um, you replace it with something else. So I think of that more with like eating. Like if you are like, you guys, I love puffy, cheesy things, but I never eat them. And I, and I mostly eat paleo. I found these grain-free paleo, no cheese puffs. They are addicting and wonderful. So I've now replaced um, any cheesy puffy things or any chips or anything like that with these wonderful grain-free paleo things. So this is a lovely, wonderful example of how you can replace things and make it healthy, make it nourishing. And this isn't just with food. This is with relationships. This is with everything in our lives. If you, if something releases or you release it, bring in something more nourishing, more grounding, etc. So going back to my story, here's what in essence happened. I would, instead of, you know, maybe replacing that energy of love and sex and all of that stuff with healthy things. I, and I was very young. Again, I was like 21, 22. I replaced that intimacy with alcohol and drugs because that to me felt safer than going into these emotional upheavals all the time. So, okay. So that was my early twenties and this set the stage for me to step into my spiritual practice. So don't think this is all a total sob story because it's just like I share with you guys all the time. The darkness always leads to the light. How does this all tie into my Venus and Pisces? Well, here's the thing. Back then, Venus is, just a quick side, Venus is Neptune ruled. So something that Pisces or people with a lot of Pisces energy or 12th house energy in their chart have to be conscious of is that Neptune can go both ways. You either go the spiritual route and the nourishing, enriching, um, let's say, yeah, just more satiating, um, energetic route, or you go into addiction because Neptune rules both. It rules our desire to connect. It rules our whole energy of connecting to our soul and to our spirit. So it's very powerful. So if my Venus is in Pisces and I hadn't learned my value yet, or I didn't know my worth, especially with in the realm of of the spiritual, well, I just started shifting that energy into drugs and alcohol because it was, I was still getting that, that connection and what I sort of quote unquote needed, but it was coming at a very, very high cost. So something that I learned during that time, um, is that I am deeply, deeply, deeply sensitive. And I learned a lot about what my needs actually are at the time. I didn't know I was a little, I was a little too lost then and not sure of myself, but over the years and over time, it became extremely clear. So I like to share my, my dark past and I do it very rarely Um, obviously if you guys listen to me here, you get more of my stories and I'm a bit more vulnerable 
here just because honestly it's easier um, to share this kind of stuff and I share it for it to be enriching so that, cause you guys see me now and you connect to me now and my life is 180 degrees remarkable from where it was. And, you know, during that time, I knew on some deep level, I just had to keep going. I didn't know what joy was. I didn't, I was so afraid to be vulnerable in relationships. I was so afraid to open myself to people. And, um, and I was addicted and I was sad and I was lost. So as it would have, you know, I hit my own rock bottom and that was the beginning of the beginning. And through there, I really started to take in what that astrologer had told me, especially about my issues around abandonment and relationships. But the main thing that he shared with me is that, look, you know, everyone has their Achilles heel, right? And for me, it would have been challenging for me to entertain lots of relationships and all of this stuff. Um, because I have a mission and I've got to stay clear to that mission. And that's pointed out in other parts of my chart, which you guys can learn all about that in my mystic 101 course. I teach about your life purpose in my women's empowerment courses. Um, I'm about to release that astrology and Zodiac compatibility course. So if you guys want to understand your chart more deeply, there, I, I am giving you the tools to do that. And, and I want to give you the tools that I was guided to and shown that really helped me find my trajectory. Okay. So what the fuck is up with the Venus in Pisces? So Venus in Pisces is a highly spiritual, empathic, deep, sensuous, potent, loving, like meld into anybody kind of energy. So you can imagine that in my early twenties, when I wasn't grounded and rooted in self and self-love, self-respect, self-worth, it was very hard for me to handle that oceanic energy that my Venus and Pisces had. But here's what's so amazing. And as I was just saying, I share that kind of darker story with you because it led me to the light. It led me to my light. It led that all of that darkness and that intensity that I experienced through my Venus and Pisces, as well as also some very challenging aspects to my natal Venus, like Venus square Saturn, which I'm releasing an EP called that based on this story, you guys, you're getting all the secrets because, you know, Venus square Saturn, that was good, good God. Like that was very hard on me for many, many years. I didn't know how to balance that energy. And, um, I share all this with you because it's the darkness that leads us to the light. It's the darkness that leads us to our power. I know that it's hard. I know that it's challenging when you have things, especially, you know, maybe some people don't have as much shit in relationships, but I definitely have like the relationships and men and sex. Those have been my most like debilitating hard spaces until very, very recently. And, um, and I want to share with you a quick story. So as I already touched on, so the Venus in Pisces is just this like powerful, deep, 
um, very feeling place for Venus, but it's also exalted in, um, Venus is exalted in Pisces, meaning like she is at her, like she's kind of, I wouldn't say she's at her best there, but an exaltation just means that energy really melds and expands and is just really remarkable. Um, but it's still an exaltation. Think of that, that word, even it's big, right? It's a, and it's a bit of a responsibility. So, my Venus in Pisces is what allows me to sit here with you guys and stream of consciousness talk to you about anything. It's what, you know, I used to win talent shows when I was a young kid because I would literally get a song that made me feel things, feel being the key word. It's all about Pisces. And I would literally go in front of like sometimes 50, sometimes hundreds of people and just fucking dance. Like, cause I was a dancer my whole life and I'd make up these dances and I would win these talent shows all the time. <laughs> and it's, and so this Venus and Pisces, like, although it's been quite challenging for me in terms of relating and relations with men, it has been my stream of consciousness and my contact to my creativity, which I'm sure many of you have seen, hopefully, through my content or through Ninth Child. I can listen to a song and concept an entire music video in literally under 10 minutes. So here I use all this to, to allegorically to like share with you and show you that there, like, how cool is this, right? That, that there are ways for you to understand yourself. And, and the more you get to know where your Venus is, which I'm going to show you in that class tomorrow, when you get to know where your Venus is, it's just exquisite. Like you really can understand how you are creatively, even how you are with money, how you are with love and relationships. Um, and if you can also pull up your natal chart and look at your aspects to Venus and study your natal aspects, some people have lovely aspects to their Venus and relating is quite fluid for them and money, just like that kind of stuff and value works for them and they get it. And then for some like myself, it's been my Achilles heel and I've had to do a lot of work. And what I'm just now starting to teach you guys, which is around the realm of love and money, because these have been my two biggest challenges and things I just recently have got more of a really like empowering, amazing grasp on. Um, yay, fucking yay. It took me a little while, but these are the things I'm most excited to teach because these were the things that have caused me the most pain. And like, I'll tell you guys more about that another time, but you already get from this story sort of how that sensitive sensitivity and intensity came through for me, um, throughout my twenties with this Venus in Pisces, but how now I get to utilize it as my space of empowerment. And because Pisces rules like emotionality and feeling and spirit, you know, I, it's powerful to me that EFT was eventually, emotional freedom technique was eventually the thing that would heal me. 
and legitimately heal me, like return me to my power. Um, I had severe PMS, you guys, for years. And every time I'd be dating someone or seeing somebody or in a relationship or whatever, and right before my cycle, that's when my, like, it was like a wave of fucked up energy. And I would literally break up with them, freak out, sabotage every single time. Cause that was where that emotional knot from this abandonment was living. So every time right before my cycle and my hormones would shift, it would just flare up exponentially. And there were years where it was maddening for me. So like, I want to make a separate conversation about EFT and my journey with it and it healing my, my abandonment stuff. Um, but you know, just to give you a little touch on, like it was bad. And the fact that I healed it with Gala in under four sessions, under a month after being in therapy, Kundalini yoga, spiritual practice, all the things like ayahuasca, psilocybin, like I tried everything to heal and it, and I did that with EFT in under four weeks. Like what the actual fuck? And it just worked for me. I can't say it'll work for everyone. I don't know, but for me it worked. And I can't help but think that because my Venus in Pisces, which is this very emotionally rooted space for Venus, that was what I needed to unlock that knot was just this technique of disrupting this old pattern. So anyways, um, I'm very, excited for tomorrow night. I'm honored that I could share this with you. I hope that it sheds some light on just how deep, (laughs) how deep it can be to understand your Venus. Um, how deep it can be to understand yourself through astrology. And as I've told you, babe, so many times, I always want astrology. I want all of this to be very pragmatic for you. I want it to make sense. I want it to be empowering, all of the things. Okay. Um, thank you so much for tuning into this Venus and Pisces episode. Um, I will definitely talk more about this. If you guys like it, please send me a DM. Um, also once this launches to iTunes, please give me a rating or a review. I'd appreciate it so much. I'm just trying to get more consistent with the podcasting thing. So if you like this stuff, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you and let me know more of what you'd like to hear about. All right, my loves, I hope to see you tomorrow night. Have an absolutely exquisite day, morning, evening, night, whatever. Love you deeply. Bye-bye.